0: You are listening to the weekly podcast of True Praise Family Worship Center in Miami Gardens, Florida. We pray you enjoy today's message. Amen. God, we love you. God, we honor you. God, we bless you. God, we thank you. God, we thank you for choosing us for this moment. God, we thank you for the word that you've downloaded into our spirit. God, we sing happy make your will be done. God, we submit to whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. God, I am your yielded servant. These are your people. This is your word. God, speak your word to your people, to myself first and then through me to your people. God, with anointing, God, with power, with authority, with clarity, God. So it's not just left here, God, but it becomes a seed that reaps a harvest yes. in our lives. God, we love you, we thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name, everyone that loves the Lord, give them a hand. He a Is it not worthy of the praise? understanding it's okay. He probably don't even understand how much I love him. But I have myself and my husband, we have been through a lot these past I'll say these past five years, we have been through a lot. We have experienced a lot. Um just with church folk. Mm-hmm. Oh we all report mm-hmm. okay hey just with church folk. We have been mm-hmm. through a lot. God has Given me an
1: appreciation and a value for that are compassionate leaders that love us in spite
0: of, because whether you admit it or not, we can be a mess, y'all. We can, a we can be a mess. Amen. We can be a mess. We're not always lovable. But I am here to say, from the experience, that your bishop, yes, your leader, yes, your pastor, that's that is right, is one of integrity, one of compassion, one of love. And I can say that God loves you because He has blessed you with a leader such as that in a time like this. So love on him yeah. on today. I know it's Mother's Day, but let's love on Bishop.
1: And And to every mother in the house, happy Mother's Day. That you feel you deserve, but just as Bishop. On today, Brother Williams, I honor you on today. Yes. Every elder in the house. Amen. I honor you on today, and I am grateful to be here. I'm grateful. That if you have the Bibles, so if you could turn to Acts twenty. 20- We go see. We go see. In your hearing verses
0: 21 through 25, and I'll be reading from the NLT version of the Bible. If it is your custom to stand, please stand. If not, you may remain seated. Acts 27, verses 21 through 25, and if you have it, say "Amen." Amen. Amen. amen.
1: In your Bibles, these words are all the crew together and say, Men, you should have listened to me
0: in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and loss. Verse 22 says, but take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. Verse 23, for last night an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me and said, don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. Verse 25, he says again, so take courage for I believe God and it will be just as he said. Amen. Mm -hmm. With respect to the theme on this morning, Walking in Purpose and Destiny, if I could choose a topic for my sermon this morning, it would be the middle place. Come on now. Somebody say the middle place. The middle place. Jesus. Purpose. Anybody that's been following me for a while know that purpose is a passion of mine. Purpose is the objective for which you were created. It's the reason that you were placed here. On earth, it is the answer to a problem that exists in the world that was ingrained into your very being by God Himself as He formed you in your mother's womb. Purpose is the very reason you are still here living and breathing now destiny is who god predetermined that you would be and the series of events and circumstances that will get you to that place As we spend time with God in prayer and meditation, reading His Word and listening for His voice and beginning to recognize it, He reveals to us exactly who He predestined for us to be and then gives us
1: instructions for what He has for us to do. Now, the question or the Received the word from God concerning your
0: future, but it looks nothing like your present. You better watch it. What's your response when you can't see how the promise you know God spoke over your life will ever come to pass? As a matter of fact, your present circumstances seem to all but threaten. The word that God has already spoken concerning you. Well, the truth is, my brothers and sisters, the truth of the matter is, when God speaks a word, the start of your process that you're about to embark on very rarely, if ever, looks like its end. Right.
1: Understand that God beckons us from our future. So when you back to present time to begin
0: your purposeful journey to destiny come on now. and everything that you encounter from conception to manifestation is what i want to refer to today as the middle place yeah, Say again, yeah. the middle place the middle place the I middle place that. is where you have a word but no resources. You the middle be place old. is where you have vision, but no vehicle. Yeah. This is also the place where our spiritual senses yeah. are developed, yeah. our faith muscles are strengthened, the strongholds in our minds are still torn down and replaced with the truth of who God says that you are and who he is yeah. in your life. The middle place is where your endurance and your perseverance Are tested it's where your will is conformed to his will your way to his way your plan to his plan it's where we learn the sacrifice of praise and what it means to worship him in spirit and in truth it's where theory and knowledge are put into practice the middle place it's where our theology, our knowledge of God is formed and our intimate relationship with him is developed. This is the middle place. And this is where we find Apostle Paul in today's text. Paul is no novice. He ain't new to this. He truly is. Yes, he's, yes. he's not new to the middle place. But he has found himself in yet another precarious situation between Acts Twenty-three and twenty-seven. Paul is on trial in Jerusalem, fighting for his life against religious folk. Church yes, folk. yes, yes, he's, he's fighting for his life, and
1: he receives a word from God that assures his. Sur- rich Paul. About me in circumstances, circumstances. All finally begins to claim the gospel. ...that even we experience today.
0: The first of which, skeptics are guaranteed. Skeptics are guaranteed. According to Luke, who is the author of Acts, he's traveling with Paul at this time, and they were sailing... During the end of fall, the beginning of winter, which is the worst possible time to travel due to the danger caused by unpredictable storms at sea. So in verses 9 through 11, if your Bibles are still open, I won't read it now, but verses 9 through 11, Paul attempts to bring this
1: to the officer's attention. But he's immediately met with skepticism. That the Roman in the middle place, skeptics, doubters. You can't run from them. You can't avoid them. You can't hide from them. To manifestation the point that you see the word manifested you can be certain
0: that the word that was spoken over your life is going to come under fire your methods are going to come under fire your strategies are going to come under fire your divine connections come on, are going to come under fire almost everything you do is going to be questioned Come on this is not for you to become discouraged This is not for you to let it become a distraction. It is simply for you to be aware. This way, when the skeptics and the doubters and the cynics begin to show up, you're not caught off guard. You're not knocked off your rocker. On the contrary, you understand that they are an intricate part of the middle place experience. Come on. I would encourage you today to perceive their very presence as a sign that you are exactly where you need to be, doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Say I would say you would use the skeptic's presence as motivation to stay the course. You better come on. Not only did Paul deal with skeptics, not only did he deal with doubters being in question, but he also faced unpredictable storms, which leads me to another truism about the middle place. Some storms will happen suddenly. Come on now. Some storms will come upon you with no warning. Paul has shared his foresight with the Roman officers and the consequences of them sailing At this time of year He was very clear about the certainty Of shipwreck Loss of cargo And imminent danger to their lives Yet in verse 13 In spite of Paul's cautioning They set sail for Rome Mm -hmm. And immediately Mm -hmm. A typhoon like wind Comes across the island of Crete And blows them out to sea The very thing that Paul tried to warn them of begins to happen. And now suddenly they are in the midst of a storm. Listen, there are situations that we're able to plan for that we're able to prepare for. Come on now. However, there are times during this middle place when life will happen. Yeah. It will hit you to your core and rock rock. Your very foundation. There are moments where the winds of change will come through unexpectedly just like this typhoon did with Paul and completely shift the trajectory of your life. Yes. Here is the encouragement, even in that, in the even when an abrupt, unforeseen storm develops in the middle place, it does not negate the word that God has spoken over your life. Yes. We can navigate these sudden storms with confidence, knowing that the manifestation of God's word over your life is on the other side. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm imagining what Paul's state of mind Must have been He gets a word from God Just as you have been a witness In Jerusalem you must Preach in Rome as well Then as he prepares to travel To Rome he has the foresight Of an immense That could threaten their lives He shares this information With the people in charge But because of skepticism They set sail anyway Putting them exactly where Paul Tried to avoid But Paul was able to Stand fast Because he had the word Of the Lord So even in the face of his doubters Even in the face of skepticism Even in the face of imminent danger Even in the face of a sudden storm Paul made the conscious decision Over and over and over and over again That he would trust God in the middle place Hallelujah. Hallelujah So now with sights. Now the relevant question where I want to glean our principles from today is what do we need to guarantee our survival in the middle place? My God! What is it that we can get from the story of Paul today that will help us now navigate our middle place navigate that space between the word that we get from God and seeing it manifest. The first principle that we glean from Paul that we need in this middle place, is courage. Courage. Somebody say courage. courage. The enemy would love nothing more than to keep us operating from a place of fear. If he can keep us afraid, he can keep us stagnant. And if we remain stagnant and don't move in the middle place, we will never get to the point of manifestation. But courage, Courage. fearlessness gives us the tenacity and the perseverance, the endurance that we need to successfully maneuver and navigate the middle place until we. Acts 27, I'll read verses 21, 22, and 25. It says, no one had eaten for a very long time. And finally, Paul called the crew together and said, men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and all this loss. But take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. Verse 25 says, so take courage. Courage for I believe God, it will be just as He said. Paul couldn't resist, and I told you, moment, I told you so. I told y'all not to do this. I told y'all if you did this, that you would be in imminent danger. He couldn't resist that moment. Had they listened, they wouldn't be in the predicament that they're in right now. But Paul didn't leave them there, being the messenger of God that he is. He spoke a word of hope to these men in the midst of the storm. Paul told them to take courage. Yes, you're weak. Yes, you're tired. Yes, you're hungry. Yes, you suffer damage and loss. But t- Paul says take courage, be brave. Put down fear, be fearless, because no one will be lost. Paul reiterates in verse number 25, take courage, for I believe God. It will be just as he said. Paul trusted God's promises completely, even when things appeared bleak, even though the situation seemed hopeless. Because Paul already had God's word. He chose to remain steadfast. Anybody choose to believe God on today? Let me bring it home to you, especially the mothers. Maybe you're like me. We have seven children together two are birthed, five, I'm a bonus mom. I ask God, I pray for them every night. God save my children. I'm still waiting for God to save my children. But just like Paul, I have a word from the something that has not yet been seen. truth of what God has said about you. Even in the middle place. Yes, yes. Even in the middle place. Your struggle may not be what mine is. You may not be contending with salvation for your children. It may not be health issues. It may not be mental health. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's heartbreak. Whatever it is. Choose Choose to speak Elder Clarence said it again In my sermon, Elder Clarence said it again You
1: all don't speak What God said Sometimes you don't do it because you don't know every day. I'm nobody special.
0: I'm not exempt from life. I'm not exempt from unexpected storms. I'm not exempt from doubters and skepticism. I'm not exempt from heartache. It's a choice and you get to make the same choice. Paul made the choice. He showed us that it's possible. Now we get to make the same choice. The first we need courage. Amen. And the second thing that we can glean from Paul that we need in the middle place experience, that we need to survive the middle place experience. Hallelujah. Is confirmation. Somebody say confirmation. confirmation. It's easy to be clear in our minds and our hearts about what God said. When everything is more awesome, smooth, that's right. When there are no storms, right. when there are no issues, when there are no problems, it's easy to believe God. It's easy to stand on, on His word, right. but when we're met with the unexpected, in that middle class. when the winds of financial hardship. The reigns of marital issues, the typhoons of health challenges, when they begin to knock us and bend us, it becomes more and more challenging to keep God's word at the forefront of our minds. And it's in that very moment that our faithful, loving, ever-present God will send us a word of confirmation. Amen. He will send us a word to remind us of what he's already said. Acts 27, I'll be out of your way, verses 23 and 24. For last night an angel of God to whom I belong, whom I serve, stood beside me. And he said, don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. God sent an angel to his servant Paul to confirm the word that he'd already spoken of his life. And it was in that moment of confirmation that Paul remembered exactly who he was
1: and the God to whom he belonged and served faithfully. Paul was reminded. Him. Does that mean that it will be easy? No, absolutely not. Paul's present calamity. But I haven't been preaching out- be the head and not the tail. You shall be the lender and not the barber.
0: You shall speak the word. You shall proclaim the truth in the earth. Hallelujah. In this middle place, So the truth cannot enter your mind. Come on. on. get saved. The devil is a liar. Whoever God made you to be, if you was loud in the world, you're going to be loud in the church. I
1: was loud in
0: the world,
1: and I'm going to be loud
0: in the church. I was a little ratchet in the world, I'm going to be ratchet in the church. And I stand up to the. God. Yeah, yeah. He still can. Amen. He has all power. And it's time for us to start living and speaking and walking like we know that we serve that type of God. Amen. Amen. If we can stand. Bishop, can I pray you? Hallelujah. If we can stand to our feet This prayer Is for that one Hallelujah For that one that came about to give up today You know that God spoke the word You know what he said about you You know what he said concerning your future But because you haven't seen it, because your reality, your immediate circumstances look nothing like what he said, you're about to give up. I came to pray for you today. I came to remind you today of the truth, to confirm the truth of what God has said about you. The enemy can't have your future. The enemy can't have your death. There's a work that you're supposed to do in the earth.
1: There's a problem that you have to end.
0: Precious name of Jesus, God, we thank you for the word on today. We thank you for the word on the middle place. We thank you, God, for reminding us to take courage, for reminding us to put down doubt, to put down fear, God, and to pick up courage, to be brave, to stand bold in you, to stand
1: bold in the God that you are. Not in ourselves, but God, in you, in your strength.
0: moment of every day in the face of any and every circumstance and God we thank you for the confirmation that all that you have spoken over us shall come to pass all that you have spoken over our lives shall manifest God if you said it it must happen God and we thank you today for confirmation God I speak strength I speak strength into the women into the hurting women God I speak strength I speak healing
1: joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.